You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Craftmatic and Paulie Dubs. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a five-star review. Take the Antidote. Take the Antidote. Take the Antidote. Craftmatic. I'm in here with Polly Dubs, of course. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, listeners. This is going to be episode seven. This is seventh, right? Yeah, seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> episode seven of the Antidote podcast, you know, Pirate Radio. That's how we do shit. And uh, we're, about, we're about to talk about some more music, man. Um, one of the things that's a big storyline right now for 2019 is a lot of artists are still stuck to these deals that are crazy and aren't making any money off of it. It seems like the artists are getting less and less money. Um, but you know, it's one of those things that, that we've been talking about for a long time. And, uh, the biggest, biggest one that's being impacted currently to date is De La Soul. Um, we wanted to talk about that and bring some light to the situation going on with Tommy Boy Records and De La Soul and basically De La getting fucked out of every single dollar that they're trying to make or been trying to make over the last 25 years. Yo, it's like crazy. Yeah. It's actually, it's 30 years, 30 uh, years. Yeah. March 3rd was the 30th anniversary of three feet high and rising, uh, a hip hop album that changed the game. These dudes are legend status for sure. De La Soul. Uh, they were the first ones to kind of be like, you know, more abstract kind of rappers. They came up at in time that public enemy and, and conscious rap was the wave at that time. And they just kind of came out and De La Soul has never been released digitally. None of their albums have ever been released uh, either on the iTunes directory or on Spotify or Apple music or any streaming platform. So De La Soul has never been released digitally before. And kind of bullshit right like you can't you can't listen to these classic albums that these dudes dropped yeah they're not making any money off of it it's not anywhere digitally released so unless you own the physical copies of those you'll never have a day law at least to this point they were getting ready to but a lot of the pushback that has been coming from the entertainment industry as far as hip-hop artists everybody has come to their aid and i love seeing it all the way from you know jay-z quest love like all the above, man, they're showing love to De La Soul, who are, of course, legends in this game. So you got to give them all the respect. And as many people who purchased that album and grew up listening to De La, 
they barely made any money off of that. No, and it, it's a damn shame. So basically what happened, uh, it's the 30th anniversary of Three Feet High and Rising. Obviously, Tommy Boy wants to capitalize on that and finally, you know, drop everything uh, digitally on the streaming services. De La puts up a IG post uh, in February, a couple of weeks ago now. It says, Dear fans, just got off the phone with Tommy Boy Records. Negotiations or lack thereof to release our, our catalog on all streaming platforms. Uh-oh. And then uh, the next one said, you know, Tommy Boy didn't like us putting up that message, uh, but we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep going for it. And then a couple of days later, they said, hey, Tommy Boy is going to put up our our entire catalog up for streaming. But they say that we owe them a bullshit $2 million. So we're only going to get 10% of all revenue off of this with the rest of the cut going to Tommy Boy, a 90-10 split. Wow. 90-10, yo, 90-10. Okay. That's unheard of. I mean, it's not unheard of, but I mean, like, they're they're getting royally fucked at this point. Right. So it's bullshit. Uh, Just like the genius Jizza said back on uh, the Beneath the Surface album, Tommy ain't my boy. (laughs) So this dude... Tommy going at you know going after this bullshit, trying to take ninety percent. First of all, these guys have never had a digital rights contract ever signed. So, in terms of the the masters to digital rights, that's all questionable because you know when they signed the record deal in the eighties with this fucking asshole, st- streaming wasn't part of the deal, right? Right. So he can't hold them to to that previous contract on there. And uh, once they you know once they set that information out. Title said they're not going to stream the catalog at all. And they specifically said that Jay-Z told Title not to to put up the De La Soul catalog. And like you said, Nas, Questlove, uh, the whole industry kind of came up together. Mm-hmm. Everyone except for Offset. Who <laughs> Everyone except for Offset. Kissing his feet. But right. <laughs> right. But yeah. everyone came out, man. Like, this is some bullshit, man. Yeah, it's 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 just another case of of the labels taking taking all the profits, all the hard work. You know, they also made their money and that, you know, as far as for Tommy Boy and for them to try to just pull some bullshit like this. First of all, Tommy Boy is, hasn't been relevant in decades now. I mean, we're, we're talking in over 10 years that these these dudes haven't had any relevancy to the game and then try to change and hold these guys hostage for their catalog, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's another point of what we talked about in our early, um, you know, episodes is owning your masters and things like that. You know, this is where, this is where the labels get you as an artist and they're basically holding them hostage. And I, I'm glad to hear and see that Jay-Z has stepped up to the plate as far as for title and said, you aren't going to, you know, we're not going to stream this and you guys aren't going to make any money. If they're not going to make no money, then neither are y'all. And yes. I, I love that portion of it because, you know, Daylock can go on tour and they're going to get paid. So, I mean, they can, they can always yeah. go on tour and get their money and they can get it in full, you know, based on that. But um, as far as for the actual album itself, it, it's just it's just tra- travesty at this point that people, uh, these record labels are still holding these artists to these kinds of deals. Yeah. And so another thing to bring up about De La Soul is they actually were one of the first groups to get sued for sampling and not crediting the sample here. Uh, I think it was, it was like a rock band that they sampled on one of their right. songs yep. and the case was settled out of court. So they lost a lot of money off the top that way. Right. Like they lost all the rights to, to that song. And right. They were kind of chastised. Now they're getting burned on the other end here. Um, and then another interesting thing here, you were talking, you know, Tommy boy hasn't been relevant for a while. So, if you want to talk about Tommy Boy, here's where it kind of gets interesting. In 1985, Warner Brothers acquired 50% interest in Tommy Boy. In 2002, Warner was dissatisfied with sales, so they let Tommy Boy split off of its roster, so they let Tommy go. Master Recordings remained with Warner during that time until 2017 when Tommy Boy reacquired its catalog. Oh, wow. From Warner. And quickly worked to upload albums and videos to its YouTube channel. So not only <laughs> like this dude didn't even have the rights for for 20 years, all of a sudden 
Spotify starts blowing up, Apple Music comes out, and this dude reacquires an entire catalog real quick. Now he's screwing over the the artists that made him all of his money. Right. Wow. <laughs> so the guys, so the guys definitely the the dude not only just tried to pull a fast one. Uh, well, he did because I mean he he's on yeah. that back, and then he tries to turn it around and, and fuck the rappers again for the second yeah. time around. It's total fucking bullshit. Like, come on, man. And we're talking about De La Soul are the ones that this is kind of what they're trapped into. So, you know, I know a lot of these new rappers, a lot of these new cats are kind of like saying, fuck the legends, but you need to learn from the legends and learn the shit that they're going through to make sure to get your money right. And if you can, fuck these labels, avoid them at all costs. Yeah, it, 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 for real. And, and and the labels are definitely pushing back. Um, you know, it, it goes into another part of the story when it comes to all of this. Just recently, uh, a bill was passed where there was going to be an increase of 44% to all streaming services paid out to people, uh, to artists. Um, so increase of 44% and all of the streaming services except for Apple actually uh, push back and are trying to take it back to court. And now they're re-suing people. So the originals who started trying to push this through and were actually suing the, 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 you know, the Spotify's and things like that, they basically won. And now with their, you know, passed a bill 44% and now everybody's trying to push back again. And now they're actually trying to re-sue. They're trying to sue back for even a more or less of a share for the streaming services at this time. Um, and this just goes to the fact that all these labels and these streaming services, they all work together to, to make money and the artists still get screwed out of all that money. Yeah, it's complete and total bullshit. And we're not even getting into the, the ticket scheme on the on the live event side of it, which I'm sure we'll get into here in a couple episodes for sure. Boy. Let me tell you, <laughs> it burns. Yeah, man, it's, it's 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 just ridiculous how these labels are doing it, and um, you know, definitely shout out to De La Soul, and you know, we're with you. We're definitely with you. We support. Fuck Tommy Boy, boycott Tommy. Um, you know, and again, all the all the big artists came out in in support of De La Soul, and even Joe Budden. He was on he was on his podcast actually crying you know, going, talking yeah. about the struggle. Cause he's been through it himself. You know, he got, he got into a bad deal with Def Jam and he owed them for a long time as far as getting out music and things like that. That's why Joe Budden never put out really music like that is because he knew that he was going to be tied to uh, getting those, getting those out and then not seeing any profits or anything back for that or even owning half of that shit. So, um, you know, he was very emotional on his talk show as well, just because of, of where that hits home. And as an artist myself, I can completely understand that definitely as you have to pay for everything as it is, um, you know, studio time beats and everything else um, and try to make a living off of it is damn near impossible when all these labels and these streaming services want to basically not give you a single thing to, uh, you know, to be able to actually get you taken care of, or at least be able to, to take care of your family for the, for the upcoming generations. Right. We don't know who any of these people are. We don't know, you know what I mean? Who these labels are, who are making the 90% of this money, but we know who De La Soul is. And I don't know about you, but I, I think, you know, when I think of De La Soul, I think their grandkids should be able to eat. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? I think they they should have their family set up for life for, for what they've done and for what they've contributed to the music industry and things like that. And instead, man, these dudes can't even listen to De La Soul. Real talk. Can't even listen to it unless you unless you own it. And luckily, I got ca- I got copies. You know, I got I got uh, three feet in rising on on, you know, vinyl for myself. But then again, it just makes me feel bad that, you know, they got screwed back in the day and they really didn't see any of that money. <laughs> what, what, what was funny, though, was in 2014, De La Soul on Valentine's Day, they made its entire catalog absolutely free digital download from their website. And it was all torrented files of their albums that was on there. Like it still had a little. <laughs> they like steal their own music back. That shit's wild, bro. They had to steal their own music back and give it back. They're like, they had to Robin Hood their own. 
<laughs> Robin Hood him for real. Just to get the it's like it's like <laughs> oh man, like that's like Debo stealing your shit and you it's like when Smokey went in there and robbed him. <laughs> like he went through his pants in the middle of the night, bro. And uploaded that shit for a few hours and was like, here everybody, fuck. Yeah. You know, I got some money, you know. That that's that's just crazy, man. And it, it it's just terrible for the the music industry in general. Cause it's like, even for anybody who wants to be an artist, I know that these young kids don't give a fuck. They're seeing the, the, the instant millions and things like that, or they're seeing instant gratification. So they don't care. But, um, you know, these, these young kids are even dumber than the, than the ones that we were trying to get back in and find things in the eighties, you know, not saying they're dumb, but you know, obviously they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. And even these younger artists nowadays still don't, I know, uh, Blueface. He's uh, managed by WAC 100, which is Games Games Manager, and he's like signed to four different labels at the same time and didn't even realize it. Like, That's <laughs> crazy, man. you basically got to owe four different people before you really see any of that money back. Like, how dumb is that? Um, so it's like these, these guys aren't really setting you up for success. And that's why Chance, Chance the Rapper did it smart. Um, Tech Nine, of course, is, is the 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 mogul millionaire and it all started you know yeah. back back in the day with with master p and everybody like that but they knew you know i want to owe a i'm gonna own 100 percent of my shit e40 uh, you know e, yeah e40 you know uh too short i'm pretty sure is too ain't nobody yeah. signed him to no deal that nigga got like 80 albums so <laughs> <laughs> got the deal done that shit's been done for like 40 years bro
these that these artists are still getting screwed like that and and like we said before you know De La, we with you um and it just goes into another topic you know we we also saw that kanye west is kind of in the same predicament in a sense um yeah he is he's basically bound for life to emi and that that was the most crazy thing that i seen that i seen like a choice yeah yeah it's 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 yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like like, bro, this is, it's, it's almost like an abortion type of thing. Like, you know, then people are making decisions for you that you can't even make for yourself. And that's, that's wild that he's still technically bound. So he's suing EMI for those who haven't heard, he is suing EMI, which is the biggest, um, the biggest basically music label, you know, that's out there. They pretty much house everything, um, yeah. from Warner to, to, to everybody, you know, the EMI holds all of that. They hold all of the cards and, um, Per his contract, he, he he is essentially under the contract for the remainder of his career, as long as he's putting out music. Yeah, because they have the right to extend it every time he hits like a milestone. They just extend the contract. Right. And, you know, he's also suing them for his masters. Right. They even have stuff in his contract that says he is forbidden from retiring, from writing songs, performing music, entertaining like he's got to provide them music every year, which kind of makes sense as to why he's been going on a run of just releasing all kind of music in the last year, right before he drops these lawsuits. Right. He's trying to get out of it. And he's also proving the fact that, um, you know, and you actually put me up on game with this, with the, with the law that goes into LA. And, um, you know, after, after a certain amount of time, um, seven years to be exact, you basically can be, you know, removed from your actual, um, deal that you have after that set amount of time. So it basically started from when he dropped his first album, of course, college dropout, um, 2003. So 2003, it goes all the way back to 2003. And he had seven years that he could have been on that contract as long as he's within LA County, seven years on that contract, then he can go back and actually sue or get out of that contract based on the, uh, it's something that the state of California has. And it's a breach of contract in a sense that, that he has. So he's actually suing them uh, to get his, his masters and to get off of that deal. Yeah. And so he's, he's actually suing to get complete ownership for any song that he's written since 2010. So everything from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy until today, the albums that he, you know, had dropped last year and everything like that. So he's suing to get the publishing, the masters, just for those tracks at this point. He's also suing Rockefeller to get out of the contract that he was there. And EMI's response is saying that they're based out of New York and New York law doesn't have the seven-year statute on here. So right. so he's now in he's in a legal battle and and that's going to be a huge battle i mean that's going to be time and money costly time and money to try to fight this because you know they're going to fight that to the end kanye west is obviously one of our most polarizing hip-hop artists that's out there uh producer and you know a lot of money is to be made off of him and so they're going to fight it they're going to fight it till tooth and nail and And everything. So he's basically seeking freedom from the contract and ownership of all works published after October 2010, because that fulfilled his seven year contract um, yeah. it, based on the California limited statutes. Um, so, the, it, oh, man, it's, it's like 
it's like an artist is, is always being held under some type of standard to not get any money. And it just goes to show another, I, I, I don't know if it's personally played that way, but it is because every artist can go through this, but it seems like all the black artists are the ones going through it the most. Um, these are the guys who are getting hit the most. I don't see, I don't see the Taylor Swifts or these people like that who are also fighting for these same types of rights and reasons. Um, it doesn't happen to them. And it just seems like either they're making some money. So their deals were probably better. Who knows? We don't know what everybody's deals look like, but all I know is every black artist and every, every hip hop artist you know, it seems like a rich white man at the top is making hella money off of it, exploiting uh, black black music all over again. And, and it's just a continuous path and cycle that's been happening for years and years and years and years. And it's yeah. just ridiculous at this point. Definitely. And, and we're talking whether you like Kanye West or hate Kanye West or whatever your opinion is on Kanye West, you have to agree that he's one of the biggest pop stars of the 2000s. Right. Like, like people around the world know who Kanye West is. Exactly. You know what I mean? You can walk up to someone in Paris and ask them who Kanye West is. You can walk up to someone in Tokyo. You can walk up to someone in LA. You can walk up to someone in Chicago. They're going to know who Kanye West is. That's probably, you know, maybe five people you can say that about. Right. Exactly. So, so you know, this is the guy that's, that's getting screwed out of his music deal right now. This is, you know, we're talking about De La Soul and Kanye, not not just these little SoundCloud rappers or whatever, which I'm sure they're getting even more screwed because SoundCloud ain't paying shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Not making a damn dime. But, and, uh, but at least they don't own your rights, right? You still own your rights by posting it up on there. Yeah, absolutely. You can you can still own those rights, and you know, um, they're they're actually able to make make that happen at least still. Um, but yeah, the, most definitely these dudes are obviously top pinnacle people, especially in music in general. And we're just not, they're, they're not getting paid. And it's like, who, who and why and how is this all being done? And what is it being done to be, to, to make up for it? Now I will say, um, <clears throat> out of the many things that Trump is, uh, he at least is a supporter of, of the musicians. I will give him that. Um, everything else he sucks in life. He's a supporter um, of Kanye West too. Yeah, he is a Kanye West supporter, <laughs> and vice versa. Kanye West is a supporter of him. Yeah, <laughs> make America great again, fuckers. Um, make but Kanye yeah. great again. Yeah, make Kanye great again. <laughs> That's the T-shirt, man. Everybody wants it. <laughs> we want the old Kanye back, and slowly he's getting he's getting it back with the with the Sunday service. Uh, the, the Sunday, Sunday service. service. Yeah, them things is looking legit. We'll talk about those in some future episodes because I think he is making, I think he's about to make something epic. Um, But, you know, there's actually a couple of, um, you know, key people that have gone through this, at least for Kanye West side of it. Um, Gone with the Wind actress Olivia de Havilland way back in the 40s actually was the first person to, to separate from Warner Brothers way back in the day using a clause um, way back. And so this is in the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Through the seven year deal. And then it looks like uh, Olivia Newton, John and uh, the band 30 seconds to Mars um, also did the same thing. So they were able to get their get their freedom. And so for EMI to try to sue or just let this go. Um, obviously they have, they have more money to be made than an Olivia Newton, John or, or even 30 seconds to Mars at this point. Um, but I don't see them winning. I mean, I hope so. Of course, they're trying to use every angle that they can. They're saying, of course, New New York laws versus California laws, um, this, that, and the other. And I guess that's why a lot of artists maybe move to California is because they know this is this is going to happen. So you know, every every artist pretty much you move to to Cali. There's not a lot of people saying, "Oh, I'm moving to New York," and when they're on a deal, it's so actually everybody goes to L.A. So maybe that's why a lot of artists do that, and they understand that. Hopefully. Um, but again, it's just another story of of artists getting getting their pockets just just took, man. Like they just got ran up on and and shook them down in the hood in Chicago somewhere in Siberia. <laughs> 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 and they're robbing them like Jesse Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> for real, man. Love. Yeah, so I, I know, I know, we we love the artists here. We we love music, and we just want to see the artists get paid what they deserve because uh, putting out artistry um, over, over vocals or over music instrumentation, whatever you do. Uh, I think music makes the world go around without music. We would all go crazy. Um, we could all do without almost everything, but music is probably one of those things that we couldn't do without as, as humanity, as human beings, there's music in every aspect of life. Um, you know, so it, it needs, it needs to be right for those guys who really, who really take the time and, and the effort and push themselves to, to become artists because it takes a lot of talent, hard work, dedication, tears, um, everything to, to make, make that happen, you know, and as an artist myself, I've been doing music for almost 15 15 to 17 years, somewhere in there. Ever since I was a young buck, I wrote my own music and did everything like that. And I've always wanted to be uh, not necessarily famous, but I've always wanted my words to, to, to be heard. Or even now just DJing, I love to hear my mixes to be played and, um, and people to enjoy the types of things that I'm listening to. And I can only imagine the people who actually put the time in to make those tracks do that. Um, And so that time and effort should be, should be, you know, well paid because that's what drives the world. <laughs> what do you listen to when you get in your car every day? Fucking music. Um, so it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be something that is, is treated lightly. Yeah, most definitely. The, the artist should be getting the biggest cut of everything. Regardless of, you know, no matter what, the artist should be getting everything. It's got Kanye West's name on it. It's got De La Soul's name on it. They should be getting money. They're the ones that Straight are up. putting themselves out there like that, that are putting out you know, putting their feelings on record to, to try to help people or to, to entertain people. And yet they're not getting any of the money. Like these songs are written by, by them. Right. So I'm going to just say it for all the artists out there and you fucking labels, cut the fucking check, bro. Cut the, check. <laughs> cut the fucking C- check. CTFC, cut the fucking check, bro. <laughs> y'all are y'all going to make money, man. The thing about it is y'all going to make money. Labels, y'all going to still make money, but there's no reason to to fuck the artists in, in, in the long run because nobody wants to fuck with you. That's why there's only like a handful of, of labels even left. There's like three labels. Yeah, there's like three major labels left. Nobody wants to fuck with y'all. Um, everybody can just put out your music, just like we're making these podcasts. Anybody can just go be at home and make some music and get paid for it. So uh, artists out there, y'all keep doing that, man. Go independent as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can tell tell y'all is do some research, man. It, it's very easy to to get to own your own stuff. Just make sure that you're clearing. If you're using samples, clear them shits, please. Mm-hmm. Um, the best way around it is avoid, avoid it altogether. Learn how to play your own music, make your own sounds, do everything like that. So then you don't have to owe a single dime to anybody. And you take a hundred percent of that cut instead of taking a uh, measly 10%, like, like Tommy boy is trying to do to De La Soul. Yeah. The way to do it is to, you know, if you do got to fuck with the major label, use them for a distribution deal. And while you still release your shit on your own, let them distribute it. That's going to give them the lowest cut of the pie period. And it's not going to tie you down because you can distribute with anybody. Right. Cause labels are going to, labels are going to try to sign you because they know either you're a, you're going to be hot or you are hot. So, or, or they have, you have potential to be hot and you, and you fit the mold. So just do what you got to do, man. There's too many free platforms. There's too many platforms out there for you to be heard um, where you don't have to, to owe it to a, to a major label. Some of our favorite artists don't have any major signings at all, but they're doing tours and everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. Cause that's where you're going to make your money anyways, getting on them tours, getting on the road and, and really building the fan base like that. So just a little bit of a uh, game for y'all who don't know the music game. Yeah. And if you're a fan, support your favorite artists. Damn right, man. Say that again. Yeah. If you're a fan, support your favorite artists. I don't care if buy a t-shirt from them. You know why they're selling a regular t-shirt for 50 bucks on their website? Cause that's the only way they're making 90% of the money is off of that $50 t-shirt. Hell yeah. So Real talk. get the t-shirt, you know, stream their albums, uh, buy their albums, 
Buy the digital copies of their albums. Go see them live when they buy the vinyl. Album. Shit, buy the vinyl. <laughs> exactly. Support support your artist. Pick one. Even if you got to pick one, drop drop fifty bucks on them this year, please. <laughs> Real talk. And while y'all supporting them, y'all support us too by subscribing. And y'all uh, share this. We got we got a link out there. Um, it is subscribes and links y'all to everywhere we can be heard. Uh, y'all definitely link in with the antidote. We got mixes and everything else, and we are gonna put y'all on to the to the dopest stuff that's going on and. In, in the world, but also we're going to give you all that antidote so y'all don't hear that fake shit and we keep it 1,000. Yes, for real. Subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Shout out to uh, Gary Stecker from Detroit. Yeah, He's, shout out to Gary. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. And uh, just leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show. That definitely helps us. And tell your friends, just don't tell my mom because uh, she probably don't like me cussing like this shit. <laughs> Mine too. I know my mom was like, I, I was trying to figure out if mom listened to this shit, and I was like, ah, uh, I told her not to, just because. <laughs> <laughs>
that's the antidote.